It's power back time on the Gutsy Podcast. Each episode brings you five minutes of condensed inspiration to reclaim the courage and momentum you've unintentionally given away. You've got big things to do, so let's get your power back. Do you ever feel like you get caught up in the weeds of things, like the little details, all this little stuff that needs your attention, you're spread thin, you're doing a hundred things at any given moment, and then you don't have the time or the energy to do the shit that you actually need to do. And better yet, you don't have the time or energy to do the things that you want to do, the things that you're striving for in your life and in your business. So on today's Power Back episode, we're going to talk about getting out of the weeds. Yes, my friend, the art of delegation and recognizing when it's time to let something go so that you have space and capacity to do the things that you want. Before we get into today's episode, though, I got to tell you, I just finished the very first mindfuckery workshop with incredibly brilliant women from all over the place. And one of the things that stood out to me the most from spending five days together, an hour each day, that we were able to really pinpoint the root of what was causing these women to stall in their life and in their business. The underlying tone and cause and reason for their habits, their behaviors, their thoughts, and their actions. And the brilliant thing about this is, is not only does it give you relief, but it gives you some fucking clarity. And when you have clarity, you know what to do next. I think it was on day four when the participants were like, this is why this is called mindfuckery, because we have just gone through this entire journey. We've unpacked so many things in such a beautiful way. We've gotten to know ourselves and we got to the root of the problem. That is freeing. It is liberating. And now I can move forward. Sparks were flying Tears were shed, and I'm telling you, if we could be in person, there would have been some incredible fucking hugs going on. If you missed this one, that's okay, because great news is, after teaching this class, my fuel in my fire is a-blazing. So the next class is running in September. If you are interested in learning more about yourself, getting to the root of the problem, learning how to shift your thoughts, behaviors, and actions in the moment then go to one of my social media platforms, either Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram. I'm at that Laura Aura. Send me a DM and say, I want on this waiting list. Registration isn't open yet, but it will be. And I want to make sure that you're the first to know. All right, my friends, let's talk about getting out of the weeds. First, I think it's important to understand, like, what what am I even talking about when I'm saying getting out of the weeds? Being in the weeds is like having your hands in too many damn things. It's doing all the little details. It's saying yes when you, you know that you wanted to say no. Sometimes it can come across a little bit like micromanagement. It's basically doing all the things because you think that you should or you have to. Now, here's the thing. If you want to truly see and feel the success at the top of the mountain, you have got to be willing to get out of the weeds. And this often requires releasing our favorite thing that we love to talk about, which is control. That's what a lot of being in the weeds is all about, my friend. It is about control, controlling the situation, controlling the outcome, knowing every single piece of ins and outs of everything that's happening, because no one can possibly do it as good as you do, right? And while, yeah, nobody can do everything like you do, but do they have to? 
Does it have to be done your way? Or are you willing to release the how it gets done and focus on the fact that it can get done and that you don't have to be the one that does it? Staying in control, having your hands wrapped around it often sounds like, I can do this. I can do all of it. I should do all of this. This is my responsibility. Saying a whole bunch of yeses. Yes, I will do that. Yes, I will do that. Yes, I will do that. Or my personal favorite, I need to. I need to do this. I need to be the one that finishes this. I need to be the one that sees this through. I need to be the one in control of this. You see, being in the weeds is nothing more than perceived control. And to really have the space, the capacity, the time, the downtime that you're really craving, are you willing to let go of some of that perceived control? Because continuing to do everything on your own, always, is going to lead to burnout, it's going to lead to resentment, it's going to lead to exhaustion, and it's going to lead to this, this time and space where you just legitimately have no capacity to receive anything new. Because when you're bogged down with every single detail of every single thing in your life, how on earth are new ideas supposed to come in? And if they do, because sometimes they just kind of pass through and you get this little download and you're like, oh yeah, that would be awesome. And then what do you say? I don't have time. Being in the weeds is stopping you from having the capacity to receive the ideas and have the time, the energy, and the resources to see them through. So I'll ask you today, do you want to be in control or do you want to be happy? Now look, the art of delegation, the art of saying no, the art of releasing things, it's not about completely being out of control, right? The opposite of letting go of control is not out of control. I think that's a really important thing to hone in on here. Not being in control does not equate to being out of control, It simply means that you don't have to be the one in the driver's seat, that the responsibility, the follow through, the details all don't need to fall back on you, that you have empowered, trained, supported someone else in your life, in your circle, in your business to know how to handle these things. So that's not out of control. That's empowering people around you to say, hey, I don't need to drive this bus I know that you are really great at driving this bus. So I'm going to teach you. I'm going to empower you. I'm going to give you all of my knowledge. I'm going to get this out of my brain and into a documented system or process so that you can drive this bus without me. And this goes for business life, but it also goes for personal life as well. Okay. How many times have you been like, nobody loads the dishwasher quite like I do. So nobody is allowed to do it. And so now guess what? No one in the house is filling the dishwasher and that responsibility always falls back on you. Remember how I said earlier that resentment likes to pop up? Yeah, when the dishes are piling up and that's constantly something that you have to do every day and that's constantly pulling at your energy, guess where resentment likes to pop up? This comes back to my earlier question is, does it have to be your way? Why can't someone else's way be right too? And two, if there is something particular or a way that the dishwasher functions better, could you teach the people in your house how to do it better? Can you be the leader in your home instead of the pissed off person that's banging shit around because you're the only one that can do it? This concept really applies to every 
aspect of your roles and responsibilities. And if we can start to embody that just because you can doesn't mean that you should, then you can start to relieve yourself of some of these responsibilities. Because yeah, there are some things that are on you. There are some things that you do really well. There are some things that require your brain, your touch, your magic. But when you're bogged down by all the little details of every fucking thing in your life, it's really hard to do the thing that you want to do that well. So here's a couple of things that are in the weeds that might scratch your brain a little bit, might make you want to punch me in the face, and then maybe hug me later. And that's okay. There's just a couple of examples to start to stretch and open up your mind so that you can see how this is really showing up in different aspects of your life. So one of the first ones is to get really aware of all of the things that don't absolutely require you, but you insist that it does. Building off of the dishwasher example earlier, because I think that's something that we can all relate to. Does loading the dishwasher absolutely require you to do it? Or are you fighting for that limitation and insisting that it does? See how that kind of goes back into control? So what if instead in this situation, we stopped insisting that we must do everything and empower the people in our life to know what is important about this particular task or situation? Because the thing is, it's often a very unspoken expectation. Maybe you prefer the cups on the bottom and the plates on the top because you found that it just washes things better. Everything gets really clean and it's just more efficient. But your family's doing it the opposite way and then you get pissed off about it every time. You unload it, you reload it, and then it's just like this resentment that builds up. Whereas if you start to communicate why things are important, show them what it is, and then let them do it, they will start to do it. Again, it goes back to training, to delegating, to empowering people. You are a leader, my friend. You're a leader in your house. You're a leader in your business. You're a leader in your job. And as a leader, one of our responsibilities is to communicate our needs. In fact, I'm going to go out and say like, that's just a human responsibility. But we're often taught that that's not okay either. And that's a totally different conversation. But the point here is that it is okay to communicate your needs. And in fact, when you do, it lifts everything and everyone. It simplifies the process. It makes everything very clear. And it gives you the chance to release something, get something off of your plate. This is no longer something that you have to do anymore. So are you willing to get temporarily uncomfortable by letting go of something that you feel like you need to have control of so that you can have the space and capacity back in your life? Or have you gotten comfy cozy about bitching about how that's your responsibility every day? I'm sorry, that's what it boils down to. The next one is these smaller quick wins, quick checkboxes, quick things, you know, you can knock off the list really quickly. They often make you feel really good in the moment because you feel productive. But really, when doing this and focusing on this every day or long term, all it's really doing is distracting you from the bigger things. Look, I love a quick win just as much as the next person. So I'm not saying that, you know, putting things on a list, even after you've done them and checking them off to encourage yourself, I'm not saying that's wrong. I love to do that shit too. 
Where it becomes a problem is when that is the norm. That is the routine. So every day you're focused on the quick wins and then you don't have the right amount of time or energy to work on the things that really actually move things forward. So something really important to ask yourself is, do these quick wins support my growth? Do these quick wins support my mind today? And, or, are these a distraction from what I really, really need to focus on today? The next one is, have you gotten used to handling a certain something or other and are having a hard time letting it go? I'll give you a quick example. So in my business, something that is pretty simple for me is creating meetings in my calendar, setting up Zoom links, sending out invites, things of that nature. That's pretty easy and I've gotten pretty used to doing it. Is that something that I need to do or is that something that I can delegate? It often feels easy to keep doing the thing that you know how to do because you know how to do it. And this is usually where that thought creeps in, where like, oh, I know how to do this, so I'll just do it real quick. The challenge with that is that real quick is continuous. Then you continuously are doing it really quickly. Whereas if you delegate this task, yeah, it might take you a minute up front, okay? Like, let's emphasize this. It takes a little bit of time to document processes and ask you to get uncomfortable by like pausing and doing something different, by training the people around you. But that's usually a one and done type of situation. Now, instead of continuously doing the quick thing every day, sometimes multiple, multiple times a day, I have trained and delegated that task out So I'm not doing it at all, but the task is still getting done. You see, delegation allows things to keep moving, whereas often we are the fucking bottleneck and why things are not working. Let me say that again a little bit louder because I feel like somebody needs to hear that today. We are often the bottleneck of why things are not getting done because we will not get our fucking hands out of the pot just because you've always done it doesn't mean you need to continue to do it. All right, I hope that sinks in a little bit because I feel like really somebody needed to hear that. So the last one here, and then I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a real life example of how you can use the power back process to really like reframe all of this. So the last one is to really recognize the things that drain your energy. Look, I know that you're doing a bunch of things. You're in the weeds very often. And I'm certain that there are either things that you procrastinate like hell on, like you have mastered the 11th hour, and or when you do finally get to it, it's like dragging your ass through the mud. You're not excited about it. It dims your light. You're like, I don't want to do this thing. I keep putting it off, but I'm thinking about it all the time and now I got to do it. Okay, that is an enormous indicator that that either needs to be released completely or it needs to be delegated. Because that energy in the weeds is stopping you from being able to move forward, point blank. So the next time you go to do something in your life or in your business, the activities, the things on your to-do list, start to notice, like, what drains your energy? What are the things that you procrastinate on most? That's going to be a really, really key indicator of the things that are going to allow you to create some new capacity in your life. So how, how do we shift out of this? You know, I'm all about the tangible ways to actually fucking do things. So let's walk through how the power back process helps you with this. If you're new to the power back process, this is the thing that I created to help you shift your thoughts, beliefs, and actions in the moment, right? This is a very practical way 
of choosing to consciously move forward so that these thoughts don't take over your life and stop you from doing the shit that you actually want to do. Best news is it's free, it's simple, and you can do it anywhere, anytime. So the power back process is an acronym, A-U-R-A, Aura, pun fully intended. This is intended to help you take your power back and get back into your aligned conscious energy. It's a way for you to rediscover who you are and what you actually want, and then giving yourself permission to take action from that space. By the way, that's how you change things. So let's walk through it together. First and foremost, always, we have got to have awareness. If you are not aware of your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, your actions, the shit that's going on in front of you, that shit is not gonna change. So this might be looking at your to-do list and like consciously reading it, getting aware of how you feel when you're doing certain tasks, noticing how you keep saying, I wanna do this, but I don't have time. I wanna do this, but I don't have energy. Okay, let's bring awareness. What is that initial level of discomfort? That is trying to speak to you. That is your body's way of saying like, um, hi, excuse me, teacher, um, I have something to say. But normally we're like, Shh, not now. I don't have time for that shit. When you are aware that you are in the weeds, okay, I'm, I can see that I'm trying to do a whole lot of shit right now. I'm procrastinating. I've got a lot of commitments. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay, let me pause. Now you can consciously choose on to the next step, which is to you unpack it. This is where you're having a curious conversation with yourself. It's not an invitation to beat yourself up. It's an invitation to find out what's going on. In this phase, you might ask yourself, does this actually really need me? Is this something that I could delegate out? Where have I overcommitted that I really actually wanted to say no to? What's something that I could do right now that could shift this? Do you see how this is very fluid? It's very conversational. It's very, very curious. It's giving you the opportunity to diffuse the situation and start to get back into your body. That allows you then to move forward into R, reframe it. This is where you're saying what's actually real and true. You know, my energy is better spent doing this. And by doing these other activities, I'm kind of stopping myself. This is where you can remind yourself that it's okay to ask for help and that this task is teachable. A reminder that, you know what? Someone else really loves this task that I keep fucking procrastinating on. These are the truth statements without emotion, without anything heightened. And that allows you, my friend, to fully be back in your body and take a aligned action. This is where you're now consciously choosing to delegate the task, to choose to document a process, to choose to speak up about your needs, to choose to say no, to choose to letting go of control. And that's often done by empowering others. Remember that getting out of the weeds and releasing control is not equating to being out of control. In fact, the irony is The less you try to control the things, the more controlled they become. That everything doesn't have to fall on you, your plate and your responsibilities. That you can be a leader in your life and in your business, in your family, in your house. And by getting out of the weeds, you can see and feel the success at the top of the mountain, my friend. You can have more time to do the things that you really want to do that you haven't been able to get around to. 
you start to receive ideas out of left field where you're like, gosh, I don't even know where that came from, but isn't that fucking exciting? Where one day you realize you're like, oh, I actually haven't been that stressed lately. What a cool feeling that is. That you start laughing again and you're more joyful and you have the time and capacity to be there for the people that need you most. And yeah, while sometimes you need to dip down and get into the weeds and help shift some things around, the key here is to not stay there. To remember that releasing the control allows the control and things can work really, really well without you needing to have your hands in all of it. Boom shakalaka, my friends. <laughs> I, look, these conversations, they are real, they are raw. And I know that they, they scratch at you in the best of ways, but this is the shit that creates movement. This is the shit that creates positive change in your life and in your world. And if you dig this kind of information, if this gets you wound up in the best of ways, connect with me on social. I am at that Laura Aura on just about everything. And join me for the next Mindfuckery workshop. I'm telling you, it's fucking life-changing. I saw it with my own two eyeballs. So after you connect with me on social, send me a DM and say, I want in on the next Mindfuckery workshop and I'll make sure you get the details. Next week on the Gutsy Podcast, we are talking about purposeful productivity. Keyword, purposeful, which is kind of a beautiful extension of what we've been talking about today. So if that is ringing a bell for you, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you are the first to know when episodes air. And as always, until I see you next time, stay gutsy.